Good morning, guys. Welcome to the Live Past Crazy Show. This is our second podcast. My name is Yanmitra Jojo Waddell, the only Live Past Crazy Specialist, so what better place to be than here with me. Thank you guys so much for joining. Um, I really appreciate you. Um, In the first um, podcast, I shared with you guys why I am the only Live Past Crazy Specialist and what crazy looked like for me and what it's about. If you want more in-depth information, if you have questions, I'm always willing to open them. I mean, ask answer any of your questions but you can also read my books on amazon the first one is fearless woman born to give thanks and my second book is transition to freedom where i tell my story of overcoming abuse as a first lady from living in a shelter to owning businesses and what that process looks like and you know just kind of walk you through my everyday life so today I want to share a story with you guys, and it's called My Penny Story. And a lot of times I share this story um, because just to give somebody some inspiration because the whole um, idea behind the Live Past Crazy show is to let you know that there truly is life past crazy and that you can accomplish whatever you want as long as you put your mind to it. But on those days when it's really tough and it's, it's harder than you think and you want to give up, then you need a penny story to remind you that you can continue on to do what you need to do. Um, and I actually, the first time I told the story, um, the person or the group of people I was with, I shared it with for the first time. And then I overheard a group of ladies saying, oh my gosh, I can't believe that she said that. I can't believe that she's telling all her business. And so I felt kind of bad. So here's the story. When I left my abuser and me and I I had at the time a three-month-old preemie and a seven-year-old. And, you know, we had just came out of the shelter. We had finally got our own house and, you know, that we were renting and living in. But it was so hard to pay the bills. And oftentimes I didn't eat so that my children could eat. I became very, very creative on the meal plan. So there was a place um, I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. There was a place in Raleigh, and I think it's closed now. It's called With Love, um, With Love from Jesus, from Jesus with Love, and it was an organization that when you came in, they prayed for you, and it was essentially a warehouse of leftover foods or clothing that people have donated that um, other people could come in and get. So the price for getting into the organization was three dollars, and they opened on Saturday mornings at eight a.m. And so I would, a lot of times I didn't have $3 at all. And so what I would do is I would, I started to pick up change anywhere that I saw it. I would pick up nickels and dimes. If if I'm walking and I saw a nickel or a dime on the street, I would stop and I would pick it up and put it in my pocket because I knew it would add to uh, the cost of getting in to the organization later on that week. And so one day, um, if you and I and I realized that if I did not take the time to pick up the change, I, w- I was not going to have the money. So literally, a penny made a difference between two ninety nine and not getting into the organization and not having food for me and my children to get us to the next week, or having three dollars to have us go in there and we could have food for the week. And so there were rules to going in. So once you come in, you know, they tell you the rules. We're going to pray for you. We're going to read, you know, a Bible verse and we're going to share the word of the Lord with you. Um, but 
You can only carry what you can put in your hand. And I was like, oh my goodness. So the first two times, I have a three-month-old in a in a carrier, and I have a seven-year-old. And so there's not a lot that we can carry when your hands are full with other stuff. And so by the third time, I got really smart. I strapped onto my seven-year-old a book bag in the front and a book bag in the back. And I did the same for myself. And I put the three-month-old in a stroller. And so when we went in, we were able to stuff four book bags in the stroller full of stuff, full of food from potatoes and bread and rice and whatever vegetables that they had, canned vegetables, whatever they had. And sometimes we would pick up clothing. You, I don't think people understand how humbling it is and what a reminder it is that when you don't have anything that you can commonly reach for and that you have to ask other people for now, it's a very humbling experience and it allows you to not take for granted the things that you have in your life. And so that is how I fed the girls. And so after one particular, so I started sharing my story in 2010, 2011. And then after speaking this one particular time, you know, the ladies was like, oh, my goodness, I can't believe she told people that, you know, she had to do that, pick up money on the street to feed her children. I would be so embarrassed. And I walked away feeling ashamed and embarrassed that I'd even shared my story because I only wanted to share it in hopes to help somebody else. And so at my job, so I was going to work the next day and at my job, there's a chapel. And every morning I go inside the chapel to pray. And usually if I'm on the phone, I'm getting off the phone so I can be quiet and I can kind of center myself as I walk into the chapel. And this is a huge hospital. And normally it is very quiet. There's no one there. There's nothing going on. And so as I walk into the chapel and, you know, I'm coming around the corner and at the altar is something shiny. And I, you know, I'm not thinking of what it is. And as I get closer, it is a penny, a brand new penny that is laying at the altar. And it's on the side that says, in God we trust. And I just started bawling. I just started crying right then. Like, oh my goodness, it's truly not in vain. Somebody is listening. And that penny was just a reminder that your story can make a difference. All it takes is one penny. Um, so today I encourage you guys to go out and be the penny in the world for somebody today. Be the difference between um, somebody wanting to kill themselves and somebody living. Be the difference in somebody not having a place to live and somebody having a place to live. That one person, that one cent can make all the difference in the world. It can be life changing. It can be life altering. For those who don't have. And you never know how much of a blessing you can be to others when you stop to think about how you can help. A lot of times I think we as people get caught up in trying to succeed for ourselves and our children and our families. That we often forget that there are other people out there that are looking at us and watching us at all times. I'm always mindful that my children are watching I'm always mindful that I'm passing down habits, that my children are watching my life habits, my financial habits, my mental, my emotional habits. And whether I want to believe it, accept it, 
or understand it or not, it is happening. They are recording and they are picking up on those things because your children would do far more things of what you told. They're watching more of what you do than what you say. They're not going to pay what you say too much attention. They'll listen with the with the intent of the respect of being you being their parent, but they will pay attention to the act to your actions because they're going to assume if you're a parent, if you're a mother, that if if it's okay for my mother to be abused, then it must be okay for me to be abused. If it's okay for my father to hit a woman. It must be okay for me to hit a woman. And so we are passing it down. And when I tell you it will live out your life, I saw my father do my mother that way. And even though I was adamant that I would never be in an abusive marriage, I would never be in an abusive relationship, my first marriage was abusive. Was it in, I think sometimes that our messages are ingrained in us and that we do not know that we're living them out until we take an assessment of where we are where's the crazy in our life and how is it playing out for us and when we become aware of that then we can start our way in our journey to live past crazy so you may ask how do you start to live past crazy so number one um, thank you for allowing me first to share my penny story. And I really encourage you to go out and be a penny for somebody today. Be the difference uh, for someone today. Uh, but one of the things to live past crazy is that you've got to be silent. You have got to be quiet. You've got to find a way to just stop the madness. And so if you were like me and there was absolutely no way that you could get away during your day at all um, to get away from the madness... My stopping and getting away was actually to run away um, with my life because I, I figured either I'm going to die at his hands or I'm going to die trying to leave him. So I took my chances with myself. I did not want him to kill me and I'd rather take my chances at my own freedom than to live. let him have that much of influence over my life because he'd already taken over. So... For me, my quiet space now when life is a little crazy is the shower or the bathroom. I just go in there and I sit and my kids know now that when I'm having one of those days where crazy can seem a little bit overwhelming because, you know, you have your work, you have kids and, you know, just the crazy of life. They now understand that when I go into the bathroom and I shut and lock the door. That is my time, and that's where I reset myself. And I am a firm believer of quotes and meditations and positive affirmations. And that's where most of them sit. They sit on my mirror in the bathroom, and I read those, and I am reminded of who I am, where I'm at, where I'm going, and why I am on this Be Fearless journey. Because it is truly not about me. It is about me sharing my story to help someone else. And that's truly what it's all about. We've got to help one another. Now that we know we are charged to go out and share with someone. So find that quiet space for you, for yourself. I don't care if it's 20 or 30 minutes. Uh, another favorite spot for me is the library to go and sit. Because I, I love to read and I'm a nerd at heart. And to go sit in the library and just be silent. Because often you cannot hear the answers of your questions. Because you're so busy. 
you are busy with you get you wake up and you you turn on the TV and you have the kids and you get in the car and you're on the phone you have the radio and you drop off the kids and then you get to work and you're talking to the people at work and then you get back in the car and you're on the phone and there's the radio and then you come home and then there's a kid there's a husband there's a wife and then to relax, you sit down and you watch TV. And then before you know it, it's bedtime. And then you start out to say your prayers or to think about, wow, what happened for the day? And the next thing you know, you're asleep. And you've never had the opportunity to hear your soul speak to you. You never had the opportunity to hear the answer to your burning question that you have because you have been so inundated with life. And sometimes we just have to take a break from that and find and listen. So the first key to living past crazy is to find that quiet space, is to find that quiet time so that you can listen and get the answer to your question. So, guys, I hope this has helped someone. I appreciate you listening to the Live Past Crazy show. My name is Yamitra Jojo Waddell, the only Live Past Crazy specialist. My birthday was on June 29th, so I turned a lovely 43. I am blessed and more than excited to be here. This is definitely going to be a year of changes and excitement. And so I invite you, one of the freebies I'm giving away for my birthday through July 9th is my reading list. It is a list of all the books that I read to help me get past crazy and some that I continue to read and it is bit.ly faith fist bit.ly faith fist and that's where you can find the reading list as well as any of the be fearless products that you may be interested in to the blueprint that I offer that helps you write out how you can live past crazy so that you can print it out and hang it on your wall and look at it and adjust it as you go to the Live Past Crazy to-do list, to the Live Past Crazy journal. Um, all of that is there just to truly help you. And the products start out at $4.30. I hope this has been helpful to someone. I encourage you to please share the podcast or invite someone in to listen. I greatly appreciate you. And we'll see you next week on the Live Past Crazy show.